0: Hello everybody and welcome back. This is the Uncensored Anime Podcast, episode 33, and we are your hosts. I'm David, we got Jerry, we got Kenny, and today we have a review episode along with some news. Uh, We are going to be talking about uh, Record of Ragnarok, which just hit Netflix a few days ago of this recording. And, uh, you know, we got some, you know, we're pretty excited to talk about it, talk about some news as well. Uh, Some of our... uh, one of my favorite series in Shonen Jump got canceled. Um, but we have a lot of news. So, so Jerry, why don't we get right into it? Uh, take it away. Start us off, big boy.
1: Okay. Uh,
2: so, as of today, we are just a few days away from the reveal of the Chainsaw Man trailer. So, as of this recording, and most likely by the time that this video goes live or the, by the time that you're listening to this, the trailer should already be out. Uh, at that point in time, yeah, I think this will be out the same day that the trailer comes out, so, or a day before. But, beside the point, next time that we get together and record, the trailer will be out, and all of us will be very hyped for the new Chainsaw Man anime. If you don't know what Chainsaw Man is, we have hyped it up many times here on this podcast, but it is one of the most hyped new Shonen Jump animes to come out. It comes right out of Weekly Shonen Jump, the most popular Shonen Magazine in the world. Boys, are you hyped for Chainsaw Man anime? Words can't describe
1: are you talking about? Are you talking about the hero of hell?
2: Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's him. Chainsaw yeah, that's man. Yeah, chainsaw man. Yeah. Chainsaw uh-huh.
1: man, the hero of hell. Yeah, that's,
2: yeah, that's <laughs> the one. Pretty uh-huh. excited. Yeah, 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 yeah. Genji's yeah. the yeah. best
1: protagonist I've ever met in my entire life. He
2: just wants to um, touch some boobies. Ah. So Jerry, Not? will this
0: will this be like the real? Uh, video because I've seen a lot of videos on YouTube where it's like, oh, Chainsaw Man uh, trailer dropped, and I click on it and it's like poop sock. So I
2: really hope, I really hope people aren't still falling for that shit. That's so funny. <laughs> Mappa themselves announced that at their anniversary, they're doing uh, this, I believe, uh, this upcoming week is their anniversary, and they're doing like a big stage show, a bunch of announcements, updates, yada yada. But they assured they would be at least revealing the first teaser or trailer for. The Chainsaw Anime, which I believe is supposed to be out before the end of 2021 uh, is what we know, but I don't think we have a solidified date. I could see it being a winter show, so December, that's my guess. I don't think it's going to hit in fall, but we'll see.
0: All right. I'm excited. uh,
2: The one thing that I keep telling people is that, what uh, what if it's 3D? What do we do if it's 3D?
0: Well, if it's 3D, that's fine. It just has to be good. Like, right is it fine if...
1: though no it's not fine <laughs> no? well uh, I, I, i'd imagine it, it looking
0: similar to um
1: i well, want not, it to... not
0: attack on titan
1: i want it to look similar to Devilman man cry baby i think oh, that is the style, in, it, be awesome. i think that that stylistic what choice that? would Hoso- hosoda is that the
2: name of the the director that yeah. does that um, Mamoru hosoda, i would like I it
1: to be similar to that um animation and i think that it, they can take that sort of artistic liberty because chainsaw man is so um energy filled i don't know i, I don't know a good word mm-hmm. for it but like it's so phonetic or frenetic
0: frenetic it's, frenetic
1: it's so frenetic oh, shit. i'm just gonna keep saying that word um and act <laughs> I like actually, i know I, what it means i, I so... misspoke
0: her, uh define frenetic um
1: yeah, uh, frenetic is a fast word that I definitely know what it means.
0: And energetic in a rather wild and uncontrolled way. That's, that's, Chainsaw, that's Man. Chainsaw Man. That's Chainsaw Man. I have to I, correct
2: myself because I Googled it. Uh, Mamoru Hosoda is not the director I was thinking of. Hosoda that's... is known for Boy and the Beast, Summer Wars, those types of movies. Oh, Masaki Yuasa is the director I was thinking of. He is Devil May Crybaby. Also did Japan Sinks. Um yeah. Ping pong the animation that sort of see style. I think
1: that I think that, that sort of animation style is ideal. Mm-hmm. What they give us is what they're going to give us. Um, right. A you know, show we're going to talk if about if it today, were to be
2: if it were to be oh wait what Kenny
1: show we're going to talk <laughs> about today just you know hurt me whenever I know how good that show could have been
2: chill chill chill
1: so. <laughs> I just, you know,
2: we have a lot to say about Record of Ragnarok. (laughs) I will be happy
1: with whatever they give me, but please, you know, please give me a good Chainsaw Man anime.
2: It's weird because, like, when I think of good 3D anime, the ones that I've personally seen, it's like Beastars, Dorohidoro, and Ajin are the three that, like, pop out in my head as, like, moderately well done. I like, especially Beastars. Yeah. I mean, to me, I mean, I know people still hate it. It's hard for people to accept, like, something different. But I think Star's style works with this sort of 3D oh, look. Oh, yeah. But um,
0: yeah, I, agree. I do
2: think people would be quite disappointed if Chainsaw Man was a full 3D. I think that they're expecting a really clean, really crisp-looking 2D animated series similar to Jujutsu Kaisen. I think that's what the expectation is, right? Yeah. Like, that it's going to look like, maybe not exactly like Jujutsu Kaisen, but in that same realm of, like, high-quality... 2d animation that's really like pushing the bar so i'm i'm excited it's just weird to me that like i don't know you guys think they're just gonna run it i hope so i hope they
1: just go straight through especially chainsaw man is like some chapters of chainsaw man i i would say like some stretches of chapters could be you know not even two minutes in an episode yeah like, I think the... Especially in the uh, later
0: half of the, like, the later part yes, of the series. Right. It's just, like, no words. It's just straight action. So... Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I think
2: that... I mean, like, I agree.
0: Yeah. It might be a 24 episode. Like, two core.
2: I'm thinking, I, yeah. I think that, in my mind, like, a five-chapter and episode pace for about 25 episode. episodes is what I'm yeah. guessing. Something about a five-chapter episode pace and a full 25-episode arc is what I would imagine. So yeah. two sets of wait, twenty five would be no wait. I'm thinking two groups of twelve episodes. So twelve, twenty four. So I'm thinking twenty four episodes, ninety six chapters, yeah. five chapter and episode pace. That's my guess. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But think that they are gonna have to make some cuts a little bit along the way. I think there'll be small things that they'll have to kind of adjust. Five okay. chapter and episode pace is just really, really fast, you know, like it it's just a very fast pace. It worked, you know. Only a few shows I know of, like, have made five-chapter episode pace work, and it's like JoJo's, right? Like, JoJo's worked with a five-chapter episode pace because of the, just the what it is. But that's my guess. Yeah, it would gotta be th- interesting.
1: Th- hmm? you got to think about some of those later chapters in Chainsaw Man, like, for real. Like, from... Right,
2: so maybe it's slower in the up, up but then you're right, the back half. The know, back they... I, I, will
1: be, yeah. As in, like, I think they could do three or four, like, normal... And then the back half, they might be able to squeeze seven or eight, you know. Right. As do long, more like a three.
0: As long mm-hmm. as they don't cut any moments between Power Aki and Denji, then you mm-hmm. know, they can they can do whatever. But they 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 have to keep those wholesome moments like that's.
2: And for me, like we got to have Makima on screen all the time. It, oh it's my God! Yeah, Dang. I'll do a manga about Makima. It has nothing to do with the other characters.
0: Oh um, man.
1: Uh, Jerry, I hate to break it to you, bro. Uh, something happens to her, man.
0: <laughs> no, Kenny. I know, so, I've read We won't it, but say I what, know. but something
1: happens to her. My, my I absolute queen. Mean... I wish that we could talk. I guess whenever Chainsaw Man's over, whenever the Chainsaw Man right. anime is over, somebody get in the comments on that episode and uh, tell me to remind me then because um, I want to talk about, like, I don't know, like, Chainsaw Man going forward and, like, and even like some of the stuff that happened in in the, the first part in Chainsaw Man Part One. And honestly, right, yeah. By yeah. the time the
0: first season, like the first part of anime, or the first part of Chainsaw Man, is animated. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if Part Two is, in, is started in the manga. Yeah, it's it's got to
1: air concurrently. I think that that's that's something that because you know that'll be anime, important. Yeah, anime yeah. drive drives manga sales, so he's gonna want more manga to be out. You
2: know. Yeah, even though the manga is selling. Just fine without just fine. an anime. You know, it's selling just fine
0: <laughs> With top five without after? an anime. I didn't yeah, know that it was a... Yeah, I
2: believe. Yeah, I mean, we just talked about it last week or whatever, but yeah, uh, it was. it's fourth or fifth. If I, it's fifth, right behind Tekken Titan.
1: I didn't yeah. know that there was a manga... I didn't know that the pages that they print manga on is currently in a shortage because of post-pandemic just production
2: issues. That's crazy. It doesn't even surprise me, though, dude. I hadn't yeah, heard that the, yet.
1: The paper, the paper that they print manga on is a particular type of paper... That, yeah, is in shortage through production issues through post pandemic life, you know? Right. Which honestly, is it's wild. Just a
0: better time, honestly. I'm surprised it's taking this long to yeah. right. have that happen. Yeah. Right. And so. on the note of a manga that
2: has sold incredibly well without an anime adaptation. Yep.
1: I know um, which one you're going to talk about. Oh, for real? Yeah. No. Uh, uh,
2: what is it, Kenny? I don't know.
1: Empire right
2: Oh! <laughs> welcome you to the Vampire it. Night podcast, Yo. where
1: all we do is talk about Vampire Night. Here, uh, Vampire Night is a perfect manga. Jerry perfect was anime. so convinced he it was like, "Wait, Kenny, you... seriously, Jerry it's was like, "Kenny,
0: what I'm talking about?" <laughs> I was
2: almost certain Kenny was either going to say the right answer or Vampire <laughs> Night, and I just had to—I had to gamble. I had to gamble on what was coming next. Well, welcome, <laughs> to, the welcome the to the Vampire Night podcast. Welcome to the
1: Vampire Night podcast. Please tag it in the comments, guys. Get in the comments.
2: I am, We keep dropping the. Va- we need to start sneaking in a little later, Kenny. We've been dropping no, it. so No, I, early w- in I want people
1: to hear the Vampire Night lately. Okay? People
2: find no. it quick, dude. Um, yeah, I mean, what?
1: Or ten minutes? It's like into we posted.
2: We <laughs> posted, and someone's like, boom, 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 Vampire Night, ten minutes. You know, like. Yeah,
1: um, I could do it because oh, um, I know. I know exactly whenever it's going to happen. So,
2: Kenny can't can't spoil it like that. You gotta let the you gotta let the fans and the people at home. They've got to figure out where the Vampire Night drop is. <sighs> but no, I was being serious. Spy Family has a not officially still not officially yep. secretly kind of acknowledged for a second time now that most likely an anime is coming uh, next year. So yep. in 2022 and the first time that this kind of came about is earlier this year. I believe they accidentally registered like a spy family anime.com or something mm. and fans found that. Um, and now this time it was a, a flautist, um, no, wait, flute, flute. I don't know if it's actually loudest. Loudest. that's the word, is her, but I this might I be his name.
1: Oh, I was in band in sixth grade, so I know it's a
2: it's I was a gonna say, uh, the, it says Flutus Kokomi. I don't know what that is, that might be a publication. Um, oh no, I think that's her name. I think her name is Flutist, such a weird name. I don't know, maybe Whatever. it's a
1: handle online.
2: The headline reads, Flutus Kokomi mentions. Spy Family anime for 2022 in now deleted comment. So, I thought that was kind of interesting.
0: Which is weird because there's not even like how many. There's like what forty something chapters out. It's a monthly uh, though,
1: so they're fifty oh. pages. They're forty. No,
0: they're, they're bi. Oh, bi weekly. Well, they're bi
1: weekly. They're
2: two. Yeah, but they are 30, 40 pages each. Time, yeah, oh. so. they're
1: long. They're long chapters. There's easily okay. enough for first. season. I read
2: maybe. the article a little bit. It is she is a flautist? She is a flautist.
1: See, um, I, sixth grade band had me right
2: she is a flat. I just didn't know if the if it was like just the title was worded very strangely, but I guess she accidentally mentioned that there was a spy family anime coming um but uh yeah, I think that most likely it's just additional proof that it'll be coming sometime next year. Makes sense. You know, they have chapters every other week and uh this series has been selling incredibly well. It was also in their top 10 best-selling anime or manga for 2021 so far. Uh, yeah. It doesn't surprise me that it's it's getting an anime soon, just like uh, Chainsaw Man. But yep. Mm. Oh, can I,
1: I do know. the next? Can I do the next piece of news?
2: Yeah, I guess so, Kenny. Yeah, I mean now that we got uh, through the Flautist and Vampire Night, the
1: Flautist Vampire Night. Um, this year's Kodansha Best Manga Award was awarded to my favorite sports anime no. that is currently running, maybe all time. No way. Blue Rock. Vampire Night. Na- Sorry. Uh, 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 (laughs) uh, You got it. No, it it was.
2: No, no. He got me, bro. Uh,
1: It's Blue Lock. It's Blue Lock. And so I'm just I'm telling you guys, okay? Y'all have heard it here here first. Blue Lock, the anime, whenever it truly releases. Is going to be amazing. Uh, It's just going to be amazing.
0: Wow. Do you think it'll be next year? Or has it has already been confirmed that it's, going, that it's getting an anime adaptation?
2: No. I don't think there's been a confirmation yet, right, Ken? Can...
1: No, there hasn't been. But it just when... Kodansha's, like, number one. You know? Like, mm. come on, bro. What like... about
0: Sweat and Soap? That should be uh, getting an anime presentation. What's soon. What's I... going What did you just gonna... say? Uh, I, let's not talk about that. Uh, what did you just say? Wait, sweat, wait, what sweat and, and you say? Soap. You know, the acclaimed uh, manga...
1: By uh, yeah, those, yeah you know, by no.
0: Kinet- Kintetsu Yamada. Oh, Lord Jesus Christ! By a guy who's obsessed with uh, this woman's sweat, you know,
2: sweat and soap. <laughs> uh, um, okay, so what's interesting? I just looked up the awards, Kenny. So Blue Lock won it this year. Guess what? Yep. Won it last year. Chainsaw Man. No, it's it's Kodansha only. So that's that's Shueisha.
1: Oh, uh, Spyx Family.
2: That's was, also Shueisha. Was it Fire Force? Oh, really? Hmm.
1: Think Was it Kodansha? Force,
2: really? boys. Cadence. Was it Fire Force? No, I, I actually wish. don't even know. Fire I Fire Force might be something else. Why do I no, feel like that, is, not...
0: that is that is Cadence?
2: It is okay. So
1: Cadence is weekly shown in magazine, bro. You're blowing my damn dick right now. Okay.
2: Shoesha is weekly shown and jump though. You're thinking of weekly shown and mag weekly shown and magazine. Uh, I'm thinking of weekly, weekly shown magazine.
1: Things. That's what I'm thinking. Diamond Ace was uh last year's Diamond No Now girlfriend, you're in the right bro. was My it girlfriend, family? girlfriend last year? Oh, bro. Wait,
0: was it Tokyo Revenger? No. Yeah. Yes, Tokyo Thank Avengers. You. Oh. Okay. Tokyo
2: Revengers. I was okay. like, Come on, Kenny, this is right up your alley, bro. It was Tokyo Avengers. I thought you were goofing um, me
1: with Girlfriend, and girlfriend, you
2: bro. nailed the other one, David. Year before that was To Your Eternity, so two year eternity. Um, yeah. kind of impressive that the last three have been pretty massive. Actually, year before that was B Stars, so and uh, you know
1: right. two of those are getting an anime right now. So I'm just saying, you wait, know, wait, uh, uh, so uh, Quintuplets
0: well, also won.
2: Oh year. yeah, Quintuplets tied with ter- To Your Eternity for some reason. I'm what
0: not sure saying, how that happened.
1: Guys, but what? You're not sure all how that of
2: these, B Stars, Quintuplets, To Your Eternity, Your Avengers, all of them are being adapted in anime. Blue Lock just won, so I can only imagine it's got an anime somewhere coming. You know what I mean? Yeah. And not just that, but in the general category, Blue Period won yep, in and 2020, that's, that's and that an already confirmed for an anime. Yeah. Yep. And it's then you also so have. Good. I've enjoyed Blue Period, what I've read of it so far, but I'm yeah. excited for the anime because we're definitely going to talk about it here on the podcast. But yeah. Um, yeah. I'm excited for that. But yeah, Kenny Blue Lock, that's an exciting news, though. I didn't realize they had done the Conancio Awards for the year already. Um yeah, Blue to Lock. Out what. Blue Lock
1: is so good. Genuinely, it's my favorite thing to read every week. Damn. Do you think they give those awards out, Kenny? I don't know. Mail them, probably in a. Yeah, they probably. It mail must have, them I months. mean,
2: it must have been recent. If you were just reading about it, I just can't find like the date of the announcements.
1: I'm about uh, to say, I can actually, because he announced it in the like April. in the in the chapter like a week ago.
2: Oh, did he? That's interesting. Yeah. Mung Award announces winners. This is so Whatever. interesting.
1: Uh, welcome to our podcast where all we do is look up some things.
2: No, no. We like to talk about stuff, but we also like to put some news out there. So everybody's like, ha, ha, ha. Guys... There's another oh, anime yeah. that just won an award that I'm trying
1: to f- remember. Yeah. Chapter um... 134, uh, mm-hmm. which was released on June 9th. Mm-hmm. He put that they won the number one in the Kodansha Awards. Wow. Forty fifth annual.
0: Do they get like a monetary award from that? Or is it like a trophy or
1: mm, I don't I'm know. A, I'm
0: assuming just like some kind of like trophy or plaque, like a like a recognition
1: type thing.
2: Okay.
0: So on the note
2: of awards though, I'm sure it's hey. a I'm sure it's something like that though, David. Yeah, I agree. It's award season. So there's an m- award that comes out every year called the manga taisho. And I'm not sure what time um what time of year like that comes out um, but the way it works is an annual Japanese manga award it's limited to series with eight or fewer collected volumes so it can't be like a long long-running title right um, the nominating committee is composed of staff members from bookstores each initially vote for five series and the titles with the top ten number of votes become the official nominees for a year then the second round of voting determines the winner as well as the second and third place every year okay it's a pretty I to my understanding it's a kind of a prestigious award but essentially all manga, can be considered for this award every year. So that's pretty interesting. Um, Mm. I was looking at sort of the nominees from this year's or 2021's winners. um, And this just came up because I was watching Golden Kamui. And uh, back in 2016, Golden Kamui won the Manga Taisho Award. So I thought it was kind of interesting. So I was like, oh, let me look at some of the other winners. And so then I landed on this year's group. Um, So some of the manga that got nominated this year were things like Spy Family, um, Kaiju Number 8, BL Metamorphosis, which we see a lot when we go out um, and buy manga. But most of the other stuff, I, I'm really not particularly, like, I've never heard of. There's certainly probably series that might be popular later. You know, they're all pretty new. But the one that actually won this year was a manga called Fryren Beyond Journey's End. And it's something I had never heard of until I started looking up this award. Yep. Um, I don't know. Let me double check. Yeah, the first volume will be being published in English later this year. So uh, if you're an English reader, it looks like it's coming out in November of this year, so you could be able to pick it up later this year. There's already five volumes out in... Well, there will be a fifth volume out a little bit later this year in Japan. Um, and it runs in Weekly Shonen Sunday, which is another very popular Weekly Shonen Jump magazine. It's where series... We've mentioned it many times here on the podcast, but just to catch you up, it's where series like Fly Me to the Moon, Case Closed, um, what else? Uh, Major Second... Uh, Komi can't communicate. It's where manga like those run. So it is a traditional manga running in a traditional magazine. Um, so it's really interesting that uh, you know which series ended up taking the crown because it, again, it was up against series like Spy Family and Kaiju Number Eight, which are kind of a big deal. I mean, I don't argue. I mean, the, all of us are into them. So
0: yeah, especially Kaiju Number Eight.
2: Yeah, I like Kaiju and Spy Family a lot. So it's really interesting to see. Yeah, I really that, uh, i
1: I like Spy Family a lot too.
2: I think they're both great. So it's really interesting to hear that this Fryren beat it out. I haven't read any of it yet. I don't. Kenny, have you read it? I'm like almost curious. It's called Fryren Beyond Journey's End. And I'm like, you know.
1: Spell that?
2: F R I E R E N. Fryren.
0: Come
1: on, on, Kenny. Fryren. shit, bro. Y'all are acting like this is supposed to be. Come on,
2: Kenny. Fryren.
1: Fryren, of course. It looked interesting.
2: It's a fantasy series. So, uh, you know, it's kind of got that magic and magic and stuff kind of look to it.
0: Mm, Got that that magic and stuff.
2: You know, magic and stuff. But yeah, that's really interesting to me about the Mm -hmm. Manga Tai Show. Some other winners, notable winners, in case anyone that's listening is curious. Blue Period won in 2020. Uh, Astro Lost in Space won in 2019. Beastars in 2018. Golden Kamui in 2016. Um... Silver Spoon back in 2012. March comes in like a lion in 2011.
1: I got you, um, in the
2: lion, baby. So, couple pretty notable winners. It's obviously a pretty, again, a pretty cool award to win for a mangaka because it's kind of decided by booksellers and people around the manga Taisho. Let's how, let's
1: let's hope Blue Lock wins this year.
2: If Blue so Lock wins, Blue Lock cleans it up, bro. Let me see if Blue Lock um
1: can it even enter.
2: Yeah. Has ever been nominated i think it's past the nomination period technically uh because it's out it, too long it has to have less than eight published volumes and i think it has nine
1: i actually think it has 12
2: oh shoot okay i don't i think i've only seen nine out in the out and about when i go shopping so i'm about to say i yeah, think it, there's
1: two more that are that have been out oh been
2: shit out. the wikipedia okay. says 14 volumes
1: oh so then maybe Ooh. blue lock baby blue
2: lock um but yes, that's exciting. Okay, so Blue Lock. Damn, we got on a tangent about Blue Lock and manga and shit. Um, no, that's
1: that's fine. That... Welcome to the manga.
2: A couple other Spitfire notes people might be curious about. Horimiya is getting a special one shot chapter about Hori and Miyamura after they graduated. So if you oh, watched the anime with sweet. us and heard our review, you might be interested in that one shot chapter because it'll take place after the anime. That's pretty exciting. The Demon Slayer movie is now available streaming on Funimation. So if you haven't watched it yet, go get your ass down and, and watch it. You should be excited to finally get a chance to I watch it. Watched it. Mm-hmm. It's now streaming. So if you have an animation account, um, you should definitely check that out. Uh, what other Spitfire news is coming out? Okay, I thought this one was interesting, and <laughs> I'm curious what you guys saw. I saw this going like not viral, but going around. We watched here on the podcast. It's show called Higa Hero at the beginning of the season, right? Um, mm. context of Hero, right older man finds like a, a, a young girl not young she was like 17 or whatever 18 she's,
1: I think she's 18
2: um, 18 on the street you know she's run away from home and takes her in and there's kind of some, ho- some wholesomeness occurs yada 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 well uh Turns out, a couple days ago, a Tokyo man was arrested after letting a schoolgirl live with him, like the hero anime. <laughs> I wanted to hear your boy's thoughts on this. I just well, can't with some people. Do. Let me
1: let me let me tell you something, Jerry. Yeah, people say a lot of things in anime. Today, we're going to talk about an anime where Valkyries resurrect human beings to fight uh-huh. in a, a tournament uh-huh. for the uh-huh. fate of humanity. Mm-hmm. I watch animes where alien Saiyan guys who have tails. Turn blonde and shoot waves out of their hands. Mm-hmm. Some animes are not that ridiculous, but you don't need to repeat what happens in anime, guys. You don't need to. You don't need to try and try and live your life through anime. Okay, just watch the anime and enjoy it. Okay, don't take in runaway schoolgirls.
0: Kenny PSA uh, right there. there. Uh, just don't. Don't, just don't, 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 don't do it that. It just
2: blows my mi- It just blows my mind what goes through people's heads. Like. They're like, oh, yeah, this, it reminds me of when we were little, and people used to carry around their death, death notes. Death note, yes! Their fucking death notes. Oh, and obviously, people got in trouble for it, because what the fuck else are you implying when you write someone else's name in a goddamn death note? What are you thinking? Like, yeah. obviously, you have an implication there, like, you're so dumb. Um, So, this just reminds me that, you know, don't imitate anime guys, like, if you're a grown man and you're listening to this, don't take in some school girl just because, like, uh,
0: yeah, that's, just that's very some, that's some sussy stuff right there. You don't just don't do that. That's, that's a that... sussy baka, dude. Yeah,
1: it makes them su- sussy baka, bro. You're a sussy yeah, baka, bro, honestly.
0: Sussy
2: baka. Um, yeah. Uh, weird, more notes about weird. things we've watched here on the podcast. Uh, Wotakoi the manga is coming to an end um after seven years of serial- i know that that got announced just yeah, was, recently um so that's pretty cool it's it's been in serialization for about se- seven years so it's going to come to a conclusion which is interesting i wonder if we'll ever get another season of anime and if we do we'll definitely be watching it here because i i think all of us m- enjoyed the anime maybe not enough to read the manga i know i would not probably ring them read the manga but mm, i i buy uh, every manga so i'm gonna get
0: it if they
1: <laughs> if they're going stop Okay, this is... Right. Wait, pause. We gotta get, have an intervention, okay, guys? No, no Kenny, in the comments.
0: He, he, I found volume 27 of Claymore today, Kenny. He did. I he have, found it. I have it all. He has
1: the full collection.
0: I am Claymore God. He found it. He everybody, has get, it.
1: get in the comments. Tell David to stop buying a manga. He
0: Whoever
1: tells it, him not us. to, I'll upvote your comment.
2: God damn it.
0: Wait, so, um, so there's some there's some Shuei Show, Weekly Shonen Jump news that we have to talk about. Uh-oh, what is it, David? So, if you haven't heard... The acclaimed series, Hardboiled Cop and Dolphin, has been axed by Shueisha. It is no longer in the weekly serialization. I don't even know if it got a proper ending. I'm not caught up with uh, Hardboiled Cop and Dolphin, so as far as I know, it probably didn't even get a proper ending. So it's just done.
1: That's it. Yeah, but, it's a comedy too. So
0: yeah, so that's one less comedy in Weekly Shonen Jump. But apparently there's some news that there will be two new series already added that are going to be added in the next There is in the 31st and 32nd issues of shueisha's weekly shonen jump one is called red hood and the other one is called Nehru boogie dogyo which mm-hmm. is Nehru martial we, arts traveling so and who, they both look interesting authors yeah. uh i think so minya so yeah so yuki kawaguchi is the hmm. mangaka for red hood I don't know if it's their first series. Uh, oh, this so this person they published a one shot with the same name in Weekly Shonen Jump last year, so I guess the one shot you know got them in, and then the Nehru uh, Martial Arts Traveling is uh, created by Minya Hir- Hiraga, which is That's dope. I don't see anything about this person, so I think this is also a new mangaka in Shonen Jump. So. Honestly, the, the Nehru art is kind of giving me uh, Tokyo Revengers art style vibes, which is pretty cool. I I don't think they're connected in any way. It's just what I thought of when I saw that. Right. And Red Hood also seems interesting. So they both, I'm kind of getting like, uh, like the Nehru is probably going to be like a typical battle shounen.
2: It and looked, it, yeah, it looked their,
0: like Red when I saw Red it. Red Hood might honestly be a little, Uh, I'm, I'm going to say it might be a little edgy
1: isn't it about like red like the the main character It sounds are, like, like
0: red riding hood yeah. red riding hood and yeah he, like
1: fights werewolves or some bullshit
0: it's the new generation hunting fantasy series takes place in a village where a young man meets a mysterious hunter so wink wink
2: nudge nudge no so I'm just...
0: might be a little badly might be a little D- this 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 red hood character is just super busty so i'm just getting there has got to be some etchiness in this there's yeah, got to be Etchy, bro. There's, there's got to be, be. She, she
2: busty. So, she yeah. busty. So,
0: both of these seem interesting. I'm excited she, to read them. She,
1: she, um, she. Yeah, but rest in peace, Harbour, Book, Cop, and Dolphin. Yeah.
2: That's a big L. Yeah. I think that, yeah. I mean, I haven't got to read it yet, but it was one of those ones that was like, oh, I really want to read that. And for the author, this is unfortunate, I think, honestly. Um, Creator of Beautiful. I don't know. What do you guys think?
1: Yeah. yeah. I kind of just wish, honestly. Whenever, like, good series get canceled in Shonen Jump, I feel like they should just put them online. Just, yeah. You know what? Hey, let's just keep let's just keep uh having you go go to the... You're just going to be yeah, digital right. only. Yeah, right. Which is... Uh, I mean, look at Spy X Family. Look at, yeah. you know... Look at tons of manga that are only online, and they're doing just fine, so...
2: Yeah. It's just interesting. What do you guys think? I mean... Um, so, you know, the author of Beelzebub had one other manga that they published... Uh, back, in so Ryuhei Tamura is the name of the author, they did Beelzebub from 2009 to 2014, it was their first serialization for any of you that don't know him the series Beelzebub was a pretty big hit internationally Um even had a bit of a popularity here in the in the States, and like I said ran for about 5 years, which is pretty lengthy for a comedy series in Weekly Jump uh Weekly Shonen Jump, so pretty impressive run there, but after that, Tamura got published in 2017 for a story called Hungry Mary and to my knowledge, it got canned like really fast. I remember it coming out, but I don't. I never read it or like checked it oh, out. Oh,
1: Hungry Mary was that shit one. He like I switches so. bodies with like Marie Antoinette, and then she has to eat cakes or some bullshit. Dang, that's like well, genuinely the plot of that wait. manga. I, okay, that sounds uh, funny. Manga, that. manga get mangas get ridiculous plots. But he like so like he he's like a priest in like a chapel i think i'm not looking this up this is straight from my dome but i think i remember because i think i read it's only like 10 chapters
2: it's 32 32 chapters so you may have only read 10 but it's got 32 total well
1: it was some bullshit so basically marie antoinette i think is she's the let them eat cake bullshit and so Uh like she gets hungry and then takes over his body and so then he, she has to eat some cakes, but she's also like strong or some bullshit, and so she like solves some problems. But it's just they're like that's it's pretty,
0: a, I mean, I'd read it.
1: It's like it's like a weird Ronma one half type. Style. Yeah, legend
2: says that the ghost of a girl stands on the top of an old Catholic church inhabited by the Sagamia family. Said family has a ha- hateful rivalry with the Bajogi family, who manage a Taoist temple next door. In the middle of all this, Bajogi Taiga has had a crush on Sagamia Anne, the demure daughter of the priest in childhood. Little did he know, the Sagamia are involved in very un-Catholic activities, such as trying to resurrect the spirit of Marie-Therese Charlotte, the food-obsessed daughter oh, of the late French queen Marie Antoinette. Oh, so he found out, Yeah. As <laughs> Did <laughs> he has found out, he will have to collaborate, i.e. be the human sacrifice to that in. Nevertheless, just for the ritual, Tiger decides to confess his love to Anna and is struck by lightning bolt the second after. Regularly survives out a scratch, but somehow finds himself in a body slightly more blonde and feminine. You pretty much nailed the plot, Kenny. Sounds like he gets struck Antoinette. by lightning, and his body Antoinette. was with the great-granddaughter of Marie Antoinette. Listen, this, some this, just puts
1: some, this puts some salt, okay? I'm saying that whenever I do these unraveled, this is for real. What them fucking bullshit ass mangas are uh-huh. out here telling me? Like,
0: he's he's trained for this day. He's whenever Aladdin,
1: himself. Aladdin's dad created a, a, an entire planet through some bullshit ass power. That it's for real. Is that magic? Well, okay, so that that's Magi uh, that's Maggie, Yeah. Magi. So, What's Hungry the, Mary wait? got canceled. Huh? What's the new manga that he's doing?
2: Today? Oh, um, Orient. 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 Oh, Orient. yeah. I gotta read that one. Orient so Hungry Marie got canceled sucks but then three years later Hard Boy and Dolphin. it was running it was doing well it honestly I thought was doing pretty okay but rumor has it uh, volume sales were really really low for the series it. and it just sucks because it was doing pretty well in the magazine so that means it was ranking high enough to keep itself in the magazine but was not doing well enough to sustain outside of that so here we are over a year or almost a year later since it debuted which, in my mind, means that for the most part, usually manga's safe. If it makes it past the thirty chapter mark, usually that means it's mostly safe. It's, it's, I don't know. In my mind, it's like if it makes it past thirty chapters, Jump will usually let it find some sort of natural conclusion. It might get a little bit of a push towards a conclusion, but it's harder to just have something just axed, you know. So I'm surprised they just axed Hardboiled Cobb and Dolphin without, you know, without pretty much any knowledge. It was just like, boop, and gone. So they, they so. take
0: into account manga sales in addition to their ranking in Weekly Shonen? I think kinda... that that has become
2: a lot more prevalent in the last few years because of the low sales of the magazine itself.
1: Mm. So to
2: decide if a manga should keep running or if it's boosting the sales of the magazine, they have to look at how much it's selling outside of that. And so I think that's how they're trying to gauge some of that. But again, it's it's hard. Uh, but the manga, cause only, he's only 41, Ryuhei Tamura. It's very possibly he, he could come up back with a third series or fourth series a fourth serialization but it's really tough to have two serializations after something very popular get axed you know it's Mm -hmm. one thing to say like you wrote a complete story but to have two series canceled back to back essentially is probably pretty tough on him to think like you know you you know i i'm it's just tough to bounce back from in my mind
0: but yeah that's unfortunate
2: so i've I feel for him. I hope, he, I hope he comes back. I think he's funny as fuck, IMO. Like, I love Beelzebub. I haven't read Hungry Mary* or Arbor, Cobb and Dolphin, but our, Beelzebub our boy is one, of the, dolphin one is, of the more funny.
1: Our boy yeah, you guys, you guys always guessed
0: it up, so, no, yeah. So there's so, so many moments where I'm, like, laughing my ass off. Bro, one of the characters
1: is a dolphin.
2: <laughs> yeah, and that's funny. Honestly, that content, like, that alone is already just, like, just too funny to think about. But, all right, boys. That's, a, that's mostly yeah, that was anime a lot of news. news we that
0: was got. A lot of, uh, shit of news. We did
2: have a pretty good coverage. And it's mainly because, you know, we haven't talked about news in, what, two weeks or some, two or three weeks. So yeah. Yeah, there's okay. been a lot of stuff. I don't know if we even mentioned it on the podcast. Did we mention Gega Akatami taking a break? I think we no, might have. I don't think
1: we have, but, actually. No. Was, if we I, didn't. No, yeah. I think that we talked about it in the filler episode. Uh, if we
2: did, or if we didn't, uh, if you're just tuning into this one, it's another big important thing. Is that one of the young mangaka? He's only 29 years old, Giga Akitami, the author of Jujutsu Kaisen, taking an extended hiatus for the time being. Uh, he said about a month or so, but I think mm-hmm. it could be longer or shorter. It's it's up to him. Uh, but very interesting to be taking a hiatus this young, and uh, in the middle of you know one of the most popular series in the world right now. You know, I yeah. would say right behind Demon Slayer, Jujutsu Kaisen is internationally the biggest and most famed series. Uh, one thing I thought about was, and I don't know about you guys, but I wonder if, like, the propulsion of the series, like, wore him out, you know? I was trying to mm-hmm. think about it. I was like, you know, Akatami's only two years older than me. And I'm like, oh, my God. like He started wa- writing Jujutsu Kaisen when he was, like, a little bit younger than me. And it just makes me think about if I had started writing something and got it published and that was my day-to-day job. And then all of a sudden I went from being, you know, normal Akatami writing my Doing my thing, you know, making my money to all of a sudden probably being a multi millionaire overnight. You know what I mean? Like, he went from selling a couple hundred thousand volumes every time it came out to 36 million volumes in 2021 or whatever. You know, like, yeah, drastic amount of money difference suddenly. And I'm sure that the stress of like continuing your story, knowing that it went from, you know, maybe you had hundreds of thousands of readers to all of a sudden having millions of people worldwide wanting to be engaged in your story, I'm sure that there's some sort of mental toll Yeah, that's got to take on you. I, I don't know.
0: It's a lot at once. But... So I mean, I'm sure, like, I mean, I know if that happened to me, I would freak out, like,
1: yeah, and right, I mean, if, don't know how to right. handle that fame. For For those of us that are caught up on the manga, the last, like, they released a six-page chapter, and then they, they released a, um, I want to say 14-page chapter, but half of it was – still sketches you know and i remember whenever whenever tagashi first started taking hiatuses those last handful of chapters were very were very very sketchy like like they weren't done i mean let's be honest it's like they weren't done um and so like i i hope that shonen jump knows how to deal with you know artists that need time because you know if it is something physical like with like with Tagashi how it's his back. Like he genuinely cannot draw for extended periods, you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. So um, I hope That's... I hope that Shonen Jump is good at managing that sort of hiatus and making sure that the people that are creating their art are you know well looked after and yeah
0: yeah
1: you know because really old... oh can he go? I mean we're can just go? we're expecting a chapter every we're expecting eighteen pages every week. Mm-hmm. And that's that's mm. insane, you know? Yeah, even, even I'm really with assistance and
2: everything,
0: it's a lot.
2: Yeah. I'm really happy that Oda has gotten into the zone of, like, he only does three chapters a month instead of four. Yep. And yep. that's just kind of his thing, you know? He just always gets a week off every month. Um, and I, honestly, I think that that's come on as, like, a... I've heard that Oda wants to continue doing four a month, but the editors have essentially like, decided, Hey, man, you're getting old you don't take care of yourself you pretty much haven't taken a break ever um you've got to start taking monthly breaks you know so they've kind of forced it on him to just help him with his wellness so i think that that proves that at least a little bit that shawesha and weekly shonen jump has started to take notice of the health of their creators and uh how how that's impacting them because you know can't be the first time that uh yeah that this has come about i'm sure that in the years of this industry we've people know that it it's taxing to produce 20 pages of story every single week without fail you know yeah and And i I can't even imagine what that must do to someone but
1: and that's why i you know i love weekly manga weekly manga are awesome i love being able to read a new chapter every week but monthly manga are just as good you know reading the new chapter of inland saga reading the new chapter of platinum end um Manga like that are, you know, I enjoy them, so.
2: Right. Yeah, a standard release schedule like this is very, it's very interesting. It's just very interesting when I really, like, there's not really a lot to compare it to around the world that I can well, think I mean, of.
1: Comic books, comic yeah. books come out every week. But those yeah. are so, those are so, like, withdrawn from publication. Like, the the story is already planned out and written so far in advance. Like, we. Right.
2: Right. It's like, really, really plotted pretty far in advance for most you, comic books you
1: order comic books issues a month and a half prior to yeah. release so right
2: yeah american comic industry is nothing like japan's yeah. where it's literally like they're making but i as far as i understand most manga are a couple chapters ahead as well yeah to my understanding they actually are you know two three four chapters ahead long before um long yeah. before where they are now. Hey, David, you got a little cat on you there, dude? Yeah,
0: he's just climbing. He's just climbing on me. Oh, just oh
2: yeah. He's just, he's, he's, he's just climbing. He's just climbing. He's
0: just little kitty. That's awesome. Um,
2: but, yeah, so Akatami taking a break, probably for the better. But uh, yeah. hopefully, you know, it's – I mean, we're all – I'm just excited for more JJK anime. The, the, movie the movie got a date announcement. Jujutsu Kaisen Zero is coming out in 2021. It will be out before the end of the year. Yeah. That's incredibly hype, honestly, yeah. because – I just would have never expected that. Because on top of that, shows like Uzumaki, which were supposed to come out this year, just got delayed to 2022, which is unfortunate. But they did drop a new teaser trailer that looks wonderful. If you're a fan of Junji Ito's work, you guys should go check that out because it was a gorgeous new teaser trailer, all black and white, uh, really cool. I love the style that they're going with. Yeah, I'm super impressed by it. Sheesh! Okay, we have done a lot. Uh, A lot a lot lot of news,
0: a lot of catching up.
2: Um, so as we start to round out the end, you know, we're doing our weeklies, doing our thing. Um, still have a couple weeks left of, of some of the major shows that mm-hmm. we're watching. One or two weeks left of some of these. Right. Uh, what are these season we just passed, guys? Spring? spring yeah, season. Of the yeah. spring shows. Spring? Uh, and we're about to start moving into the summer shows over the next couple weeks. Uh, you know, summer shows don't really start till early July, give or take. So we still got some time before that starts to come up. As that's happening, Netflix decides to drop on us. This beautiful bomb, right? Something that we had all been waiting for. We talked about it. The Record of Ragnarok anime decided to drop this past weekend. Mm. And this is something that Kenny had been hyping us up for because he'd read the manga. He was like, yep. Jerry, you know, this is going to be really cool. This... And the trailer genuinely looked cool. We were like, oh, the trailer looks really cool. This looks like it's going to be really exciting. You know, I'm really excited for it. So me and the boys, all of us, the end is but we watched Record of Ragnarok. So... Insert here if you haven't watched Record of Ragnarok. Here, uh, spoilers ahead. We're going to give you a wonderful review of the 12 episode first season of the Record of Ragnarok anime. So, Kenny, yep. take it away. Well, what is
1: Record first, of Ragnarok about? So, first, let me. I I want to do a PSA. Okay, I'm speaking directly to you, Netflix. Okay, take my homie Beastars out of jail. Take Shaman King out of jail. They have dates. It's- and you got to stop fucking making an anime like this where you just do not treat them the way that they should be treated. You're hey, well,
2: hey, a... We bro? do have some dates uh, That now that you mention that. All of those shows now have release dates, by the way. I don't care. So,
1: okay. no, they, been out, in they, July, they right? They've been, they've been out. They've been out. They've been out. They've been out. <sighs> they have been, okay? been out for a while. Netflix. Okay, like,
2: let me just quickly give the date. Since we're, since we're on the topic July of news, and you bring it up again? July for
0: Beastars Season 2. Okay, July
2: 15th, the entire Star Season 2. What about uh, Shaman King and Eden Zero? They both have dates, too, I'm pretty sure. Um. Uh... Shaman King is... It's loading, it's loading. August 9th. Ah! Damn it. Shaman King's August 9th. And it's just the first part, I think. And then... Uh, Eden Zero is...
1: August, 26. August 26th.
2: So, these stars in July, Shaman King and Eden Zero in August. So that's exciting for people who are waiting for things to get out of Netflix jail. But Kenny's Netflix. right. Netflix is...
1: Netflix, you are a company and a production company that does not... The bounds of what an anime or a TV show has to be are not defined. This is a show that easily could have been translated into three... Uh, hour and a half to 2 hour long full length movies with minor cuts like characters like fucking Forsetti who I should never hear from ever yet we always have to cut to him where well, you could have made this crazy bombastic unbelievable tournament arc and like, yet you gave me he's the dude that was like in the building whatever so was like guess I'll go kill these giants and you cut to him We quit
2: quit deep throat in your mic, dude. Okay, bro (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying
1: Netflix, you could have you could have taken you could have taken some artistic liberties with this manga. I have to look up
2: who Forsetti is. Oh, Forsetti. Okay, I remember him. I remember. You could they
1: could have taken some artistic liberties with this manga. He was a big fan of Thor, right? Yeah. Yeah, But totally, totally meaningless. I never needed to hear from him. Period. He didn't need to exist. Forsetti, kidding you? Uh, no he, he didn't knew exist. forsetti um, <laughs> all right so
0: record of ragnarok for those of you who haven't watched it, no. it yeah, okay a... record, record can of get ragnarok
1: tell us? can you can tell what record of ragnarok uh is about uh the gods of olympus are deciding to get rid of humanity but the valkyries who are half human half god step in and declare ragnarok which is a 1v1 13v13 humans versus gods Tournament, first to seven wins, either humanity gets to continue exi- to exist for another thousand years, or humanity is defeated and no longer exists. Um, and that's, that's it. it. I mean, that's that's a whole that's, that's the whole plot. That's the whole plot of the show. And sure, yet, that's s- what it is. And yet, somehow we kept hearing from so many fucking people just talking. Okay,
2: but it's not. The- What? What? It was all in the manga, like all Forsetti and all (laughs) that stuff was all in the manga.
1: In in a manga, there are panels and sizes, right? This this is what I. This is what I. Okay, I don't. For an anime, Forsetti has to take the whole screen. He's the only guy. In a manga, he can be a small panel next to a larger panel, right? Mm -hmm. Forsetti has to be number one center of attention to be included in this anime, right?
2: Yeah, he does.
1: So, because generally,
2: generally it, that's how, I mean, that's how anime works. They take even the smallest of panels and that's going to fill the full screen for whatever extended period if they're going to put that on the screen or however right. they choose to adapt or direct that scene.
1: And so that's why I think that a certain amount of liberty, because this in particular is an anime about, or it's a manga about battles. The story is as straightforward as, you know, like three sentences, you know.
2: I would say the story is pretty much it's not really yeah, a goofy. lot. I mean, it's just, just goofy. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's just goofy. Yeah. There is and, yeah.
1: The whole point is for it to be a lot of battles, a lot of fun, and, and it learn, just felt learn like... a little
0: bit. Learn learn a little bit, a little history. Like Lubu, mm-hmm. that's a real person. I yeah. just don't know if any. I mean, like,
2: <laughs> yeah, but like, there were some liberties taken. What the fuck was the Adam backstory like? Oh,
1: I love Adam. That was all. I know, but Adam like, was
0: the best one. I mean they took the
2: story from like the bible the idea of the snake and right. adam and eve and the apple like they took that you know ejected from eden but they really like the whole like trial see him coming and munching on the apples i was like god yeah, damn bro. it dude
1: he and was laying waste his weapon was grubs, bro come on the
2: snake was a goddamn tentacle monster on eve dude i was like god damn it this is the most anime ass <laughs> anime ass jesus shit i've ever seen um I was like, "This is some weird shit." Not as that, but this show got banned in India because Shiva is a fist fighter. That's literally the only reason oh, they yeah. took it off in India because Shiva's a a, a brawler. Um, and I was like, "That's the silliest reason to yeah. make him."
1: Also, they uh, they edited some of the gore out. I think that one of the one of the things that made the the manga a little weird is that it was a little gory and a little dirty. Mm. Um, like you, genu- there's a there's a panel where. Thor's hammer crushes Lubu's head. It's like fucking gross and gory. And that like, is just his head just is off his body.
0: Yeah.
2: You're talking about the final hit on Lubu. Yeah. yeah, And then yeah, Thor they, like, it kinda, he kind of like like cut rocks.
0: it to like straight yeah. to him just being uh, headless. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. So let's try to break this show down because there are some things in my mind that worked about this anime and some things that just like dramatically did not work. Like, disgustingly right. didn't work like that's what made this such a weird like i was telling someone else i was like it felt like fucking whiplash watching this show because it was yeah. like you were just being tossed and turned around trying to you know get through 12 episodes of this anime and see where it landed um so let's try to break it down let's talk about first one of the most integral parts of any anime art and animation we've got to chat about art and animation right. for this show yeah and I'm I'm saying them separately because I want our, our viewers to realize that this show is one of the first examples where one of those was actually pretty good and the other one was dog shit. And yeah. that's like the weirdest, it was like very weird for me because generally, let's talk about something like Seven Deadly Sins, right? Mm. If the animation suffers, the actual art suffer, suffers as well. You see lots of really, really terrible frames where the characters look very off model, um mm-hmm. it seems very rushed very very um poorly put together record of ragnarok didn't have that issue most of the time it it seems like fine yeah, yeah. go kidding
1: it just seemed like some the in in production all the keyframes were made great right right and then they were like shit we ran out of time maybe let's just not animate that one let's just not animate that one let's just not animate Legit. that one yeah. let's just yeah. not animate that one
2: I kept saying that, dude. It was like, it was like, it was like the storyboard. It was like someone drew the keyframes for the storyboard, yep. and they just didn't have the time or the money to like add in the rest of the animation. Yeah. And like and somebody it,
1: make make their mouths move.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> add mouth flaps really quick so that we can at least get the lines out. And even then, sometimes the mouth flaps didn't even make it in, bro. Yeah. Like <laughs> I remember a very specific scene where Brunhilde or whatever is her name, Brun Brunhilde. Yeah. Something like that. The main Valkyrie. Brunhilde. Yeah. Um. She just did her mouth just didn't move. She was like speaking to the little girl, and there was just no mouth movement. And I was like, okay, whatever. Um, And then I also remember, and Heimdall, I think was the name of the announcer. He was was supposed to be Heimdall. I know. He his mouth sometimes moved and sometimes did not. I they just made executive decisions where it was like. Sometimes he has a mouth, and sometimes he actually just doesn't have a mouth. You so like, couldn't tell if he was, I like, was like, like speaking okay, uh, or
1: speaking, there's actually one scene that like pissed me off. It obviously seemed like they needed extra seconds in the episode, uh-huh. where Heimdall is like sitting down, and Bro. like can't <laughs> no, no, get up. No, no.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, like, lo- I would laugh my ass <laughs> off, dude. He, like, made noises, too,
1: yes Yes. Like, it, like, it, it was, like, 10, 15 seconds. Like, uh-huh. and they decided they were going to animate that. Right. That got of, four, um, four or
2: five <laughs> frames of animation instead of something else, right? There's just, like, a lot Why of inconsistencies. Just
0: so many inconsistencies. And it was
2: just so yeah. wild. Yeah. There were there were some scenes that I thought looked genuinely really great. Uh, I yeah. remember especially in, in the back half, Poseidon and Kojiro had a couple shots where Kodro would, you know, dance with the blade or, or that actually like genuinely the animation looked good. Um, but yeah, it's, it was like whiplash. It was like, you'd have a scene like that. The immediate next scene would be a still frame frame panning across someone's face for a whole minute, you know? And then it'd be like, uh and then you get like whatever happened. It, oh, am I losing you guys?
0: No. Uh,
1: boys. I, mean, I don't think so. No, you're good. Oh, no, you're sorry. Right again, but you're good now. I
2: stuttered out I stuttered out on my side for a second. Sorry. But you guys know, yeah, like this the still frame thing, and obviously the most horrendous piece of animation, the one that's gonna get the most flack. If you haven't watched if you're listening to us and you haven't gone and watched this scene yet and or watched the show, it was trending on Twitter, it was the conclusion. Not like some random middle part. It was the conclusion, the divisive conclusion of the Zeus versus Adam fight. And it was just literally a PowerPoint slideshow as like the images like. Like, whoosh, like PowerPoint whoosh, whoosh. transitions. Like, literally is, so wild. They did is, the whole everything. But,
0: yeah, which was so but, crazy because it's the same like what we were talking about, before, talking about before. Where like the animation in the fight before that part. Was good. It was some good animation. Yeah, like there were some really slick moments. Yeah, the the second the climax comes, it's just PowerPoint. Yeah,
1: right. The moment whenever you feel like, and it's because you know it. It feels like they were like, okay, just put color in the manga, throw it onto the screen, make it full size, and And, yeah. Obviously, in a manga, you're not gonna have an you're not gonna have an animated boxing match, right? That's just not. So guess what? You're an anime. You need to make an animated boxing match. Fuck, just copy yeah. literally and, any boxing
2: anime. The yeah. weird part was that seconds before Zeus and Adam did have a punch to punch match that was yeah. happening. I honestly I almost wish they had just reused that clip instead of fucking the PowerPoint they put, you know, like they already had animated a clip of Zeus and Adam punching at each other. Like that looked pretty clean. And it was like seconds later you would get this, you know, this weird shit. Absolute whiplash. Like the show just was like every episode was like that, where it was like, you know you get two or three minutes of pretty impressive framework, some nice little frames, and then two or three minutes of slow pans and single shots. And then'd be like yeah. two or three minutes of some nice little stuff, some cool footwork, some nice blade work by Kodro, or like some nice punches by Adam. And then it was like, okay, great, here's another slow pan across an audience that's not animated. Um, mm-hmm. it was just like a single image. And it, it's Kenny, you said it best because I was like, looking through the manga, this show just had absolutely no – it was <laughs> – there was no liberty taken. They just no. took the image and they said, fucking color it, make it look good, and then we'll figure the animation out later. That's what it felt like. They were like, we'll just figure it out later, just make the panel look really dope. And right. uh, for a lot of moments, they just forgot to finish the animation. Right. Like That's what it, it felt like.
1: It almost it, – it genuinely feels like – it wasn't even storyboarded. Like, nobody sat down and thought, how am I going to translate this from manga to anime? Yeah. And instead was just like, isn't it easy to make anime? You just, like, color the manga, right?
2: Yep. Yeah. That's exactly what it felt like. So, it. But because that, it did turn out really weird. What's really weird here is that I didn't notice any drastic moments of, like, really bad artwork. Yeah. That was something that, for me, like, for the most part, the artwork... The solid, you know, if someone just took images from Record of Ragnarok, the anime, um, you'd probably find some pretty really cool single shots from the show. Mm -hmm. Um, And it it boils down to the fact that the artwork, there was definitely some attention paid to the detail of it. But this is just a weird example of like where the show just wasn't, again, just felt like it wasn't done. It just felt like it wasn't done animation-wise.
1: It felt like we saw... The like the draft. first, like, not, not the rough draft, but like the first draft. Like we're like, this mm. is what we're going to, this is what we're going to sell, but it still needs to be cleaned up. You know, right. it, it felt like, it felt like we right. needed maybe a second draft and then a final draft, you know, like, you know, we were just about there, but you know, we weren't quite.
0: Yeah. the That makes sense. I think the one person that kind of screwed the pooch with all of this is uh, the person that directed reckon the Ragnarok. Oh, you're going to call him out by name, David? call him out by name. Just so everyone's what aware. What else have they directed?
1: What else have they directed? Poor fool. Uh,
0: so they also directed... Um, we were actually looking at this earlier today. They, they were, like, an they episode were. director of some episodes of um, Full Metal Alchemist. Really? Um, some... Like, uh, I can name, like...
2: They've done Five other, uh, like, pretty well-known of,
0: anime. But, like, Yeah, they've like done lots of single episodes. episodes. Right.
2: Mm-hmm. It, yeah, they've done single episodes throughout their career, but this was their first like, series the that they were series. handed, like... Um. Yeah, they were handed like this series again. David might be able to find the guy's name, but this seems to be his first time doing like a full series. He's definitely a key animator, and that comes across in the fact that a lot of the key animations, which is That's the great. the keyframes, they looked awesome. And it makes me wonder, you know, as the director, he made sure all the keyframes looked good. But he was, you know, he doesn't seem to have a lot of background work in the in-between frames, which I can't remember mm-hmm. the word. There's like a word for that too, um, which a lot of like first-timer animators really work on the in-between frames. While a lot of like longtime animators work on keyframes, um, so it's a very interesting uh, composition here. But yes, the director really probably de- deserves the most heat for what happened here because, because for those know, that don't know, Huh, Kenny,
1: yeah, because this is this is a di- this is a directorial, yeah, yeah th- th- this this was a directorial issue. Like straight yeah. it was for His those who don't Masao know. Masao Okubo, anime,
0: by the way,
2: Masao Okubo. So the for those that don't know how kind of an animation production cycle in brief. Generally, there's a team of multiple animators that are given specific components from the scene. You know, they're, they're like, hey, we're working on episode two. In episode two, you're gonna be animating three minutes of animation. Here are all of your sides for what you're gonna be animating. And what happens is they go and they do the individual work on the animations. It can take a long time to do just a couple minutes, right? It can take a full week, two weeks, whatever, to just do a couple minutes of animation. They get right. that those sides of animation back to the animation director. It's the director's job to correct, adjust, help uh, understand, maybe get another animator to add keyframes, yada, yada. The director's job is then to help set the tone of that so that when it combines with all the other pieces of animation, it looks like one cohesive episode. That's what the director does, is they help to put all that together. So what's what's occurring here in Ragnarok, while we're seeing these cuts from clean animation to, to sliding pans, is what's happening is the director didn't do his due diligence, most likely, to ensure that there was a cohesive thing happening here, but also that each piece and component, each animator they were working with, got everything done. Um, something you hear a lot about on uh, online is that a lot of animators are even recruited via Twitter. Literally, animation studios will email animators on Twitter or message them on Twitter and be like, "Yo, you know, we'll pay you X amount of money to do you know some odd amount of time for an episode." So it really makes me wonder what the team of animators looked like and what the director really you know th- there may have been disconnect there it's also possible Grafinica, the studio was not paying the director very much money. So maybe that was a case and maybe they were on a really strict timeline and they just couldn't get it done. And that's something I thought yeah. about as well as like, maybe Netflix was like, Nope, if it's not in by this deadline too bad. And so, uh, they just did what they could and turned it in as you know when they could and that's right. another thing that comes down to production company that comes down to uh you know like i said netflix could have even actually cuz this is a netflix original net animation so yep. netflix was actually involved in the production of this show uh, as opposed to something like shaman king or beastars netflix has nothing to do with shaman king or beastars production they're just buying the license to stream those shows right so yeah. that's an important that's like an important difference to make here great, right. great pretender um uh high-rise invasion and now castlevania uh, i mean uh castlevania mm-hmm. and now this show um record of ragnarok all are produced netflix actually puts money into the creation of these television shows as yeah. opposed to something like Beastars stars or shaman king which was actually produced for a television station to be aired on tv in japan and netflix bought the exclusive streaming rights to that show in the United States. So they're just purchasing the show and putting it out there in the U S yeah. as opposed, and they're most likely doing the subtitling and some of the behind the scenes production work on that. Yeah. But uh, actually, not, uh, um, devil May
1: cry babies. Also a, it's a original right. Netflix. There's but a couple Netflix. Is hired a pretty, an awesome director. So they
2: have quite a few, uh, ONAs under their belt in the last three or four years. So they've actually produced quite yeah. a few and There's, a couple uh... of them have been good couple of them have been really bad um, and I,
1: I think a couple I think one of them was uh I think it was about like the seven deadly sins maybe mm. I think at the end the main character turned into a dragon
0: dragon's, dragon's dog shit, dog
2: shit? Dog, shit? Uh, <laughs> dragon's dog shit we've reviewed a lot of Netflix anime here on the on the podcast yes, have, yeah, yeah. We have, we've done dragon's dogma, we've done great pretender we've done high-rise invasion um, you know, uh, we've done Beastars. We haven't really talked about Castlevania. I know that I've watched all of it, but, yeah, but yeah. you know, there's lots of great stuff that Netflix is trying to produce, things like Ajin that I've seen already as well. Um, you know, there's lots of great stuff that they're attempting to produce, but it seems like these are always coming up a little short, and it always seems to boil down to a budgetary or time-related issue, and it seems like Record of Ragnarok's art and animation took that uh blunt force so like we said yeah. this was a big direction issue when it comes to art animation the director right. something was offbeat
1: i do think that this you know this manga in particular i think that did it did not need to be a standard 24 minute anime episode i think that mm-hmm. it would have limited itself better to our like i said hour and a half to hour 45 long you know parts
2: Adapt like the whole fight as an episode.
1: Adapt Each the fighter. entire the entire yeah. fight.
2: Thor versus you know that would actually be a really cool way to stream it too. If there was like yeah. you know like you could click it and it'd be like Thor versus uh, I can't even think of who that was who he fought. Lulu, I mean, Lubu. Thor versus Lubu, and then it's like the next down is like Adam versus Zeus, and then it's like yeah. Kojiro versus Poseidon. That'd be really cool because they could produce it, fight it at one fight at yeah. a time, yeah. and, and actually produce it and put it out.
1: One of the things I love about okay. I, there are some things I love about Record of Ragnarok. One of the things I love is the WWE style entrances that yes. every character makes, bro. It's
0: the best part. It, it's I ridiculous, funny. bro. I actually had someone already
2: tell me that that was like one of the biggest turns off for them. Like, really? That it was too. It was too ridiculous for them. Like, that's that part the whole was like, point. No, I don't want that. And I think it's funny because what works about this manga is, or not the mo- When I was flipping through the manga anyway. for me. Yep. What works is the absurdity of it. They had yeah. to raise the bar of being absurd in the same way like a comedy shounen would in some ways, right? Like, it has to be so absurd because this is like an over-the-top, aggressive, bloody battle shounen that's literally about a massive tournament between gods and man. Like, yeah. it, it it is a ridiculous concept. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I think that the best – I think you just nailed it earlier, Kenny, like, just no liberty was taken this is yeah. this is just it was a lazy. panel for panel panel for panel recreation of the manga with zero zero liberty taken yeah. and unfortunately because of the some of the directorial decisions we just it 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 well i want to talk about this now but it hurt the pacing of the story and that's what made it a little bit of a drag at first for me um yeah and it's not that it's not that like the story's there 100% you're not missing if you re- watch Record of Ragnarok the first season you can literally like start at chapter 20 and you will have not missed a single like line they got every single like text line every single panel like almost nothing was removed mm-hmm. from Record of Ragnarok the anime but because of that there was just a couple moments where you got a long haul shot on a 30, you know, 30 seconds too long, you know, a little bit of a linger here, a linger there, uh, a crowd shot that lasted for a minute longer than it should have, you know, a lot of the stuff that slowed the show's pacing down that when you're reading the manga, you could just click, 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 or you can, you know, flip, 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 flip. It's one of those page turner type stories where it's like you're, you're wanting to read it quickly because the story's happening so fast. And I noted that when I kind of was flipping through the manga myself, I blazed through like three or four chapters in five, ten minutes or something. It was like super fast. Yeah. Even though the chapter's like sixty minutes long, you're chapter, just like, yeah. wow. Chapter um, seven
1: is the end of is the end of Lubu.
2: So yeah. Uh,
1: it, I think I checked
2: it. It this series adapted about twenty chapters, if I remember correctly. Yeah.
1: And it's just mm. it's so, uh, for a show that I know that in my head, like. Mm-hmm a certain amount of liberty needed to be taken, right? Like, there, there is a a better way, especially for an anime, to, you know, tell this story mm-hmm. because it can genuinely be exciting fights, you know? And mm-hmm. it sucks because we start with Thor and Lubu, and they only do, like, genuinely, they only do, like, three attacks between the two mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. And so that's hard, but so much of the effort and the, uh, I don't know, like, the that go into those attacks could have been Mm -hmm. animated to the T. And I think that with Adam, that is the time where you have the chance to just animate a great fight. Like, Mm -hmm. you you were able to animate this amazing battle between Adam and Zeus, and they just didn't do it.
2: Yeah, instead, they literally just colored the panels in and added a little bit of key animation on top of it and and, uh, framed it up exactly how the manga did.
1: And it felt Wait, like they needed they needed to deliver a certain amount of time per episode, if that makes
2: sense. Like I think it, that unfortunately, oh, finish your thought. It, Kenny. It, just,
1: it just felt like that they, they intentionally put in filler seconds and minutes to yeah. hit a quota. Yeah. And that's that's it, it. Feels bad whenever you notice that whenever you're watching an anime.
2: Well, yeah, it felt like about a two chapter episode pace, and they were just pretty much like, hey, we're only going to do two chapters an episode and whatever we need to do to fill two chapters in 24 minutes, boom, that's what we're gonna do. That's what it felt like, and you see that a lot when you're watching like a weekly Shonen Jump anime, like One Piece, where they're like, okay, hey, we have one chapter of content, how do we make this last 24 minutes, or 18 minutes, or whatever the runtime is normally. Um, and they- you often see that, where there'll be a long drag or like a slightly longer, you know, they can spend 20-30 seconds showing some reaction panels, things like that, where it's like in a faster pace anime, like My Hero, you're still hitting all the content, but they're able to say, okay, we can do two or four chapters this episode. Let's just go ahead and adapt it and see where we cut, you know? Um, and then they're able to have some more liberty there. But this series definitely felt like they said, okay, we're going to do about two chapters an episode. We're going to make it work and we're just going to squeeze it in there and we're just going to uh, take the panels and just poop pop them up there. But one thing I noted when I was running through the manga is that the anime really highlights... <laughs> the anime could have made this... One of the great, like, remember when we watched God of High School? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: God of High School's story fucking sucks. And the only thing about, <laughs> well, at least the part they adapted in the anime, it was stupid. Yeah. But Mappa, but Mappa made some fucking cool fight scenes that at least for a couple minutes, I was like, oh shit, they're throwing hands, you know? Yeah. And that's exactly what this show could have been, sort of that same spectacle where, like, the, the record of Ragnarok's storyline is not good. I, I mean,
0: like I was, the, I was like, "This is not good. It's this is hard. goofy. It's not yeah, really a storyline. You know? It's just fights. Yeah. It's just like it's yeah.
1: hardly even a story." I mean, and that's the that's the that's the fun of it. It's you literally know? like
2: yeah. it's like fun has takes on history mixed with like a big fight scene, and that's literally what each each moment yeah. is, and that's kind of the cool part. So to me, it's like this anime really didn't need to just adapt the manga. Like it, it should have kept to the story. I mean, that's fine, but it just had so much more opportunity where what Mappa did with God of High School. Throw some hands. Make it fun to watch for two or three minutes while they throw hands. And then you can do the stupid stuff. You know, make sure all the content's there. Because what we learned about God of High School also is that if you just blaze through the story, it just becomes incomprehensible. Um, So at least they could have... It needed to be a happy medium. And it Mm -hmm. sucks because, like, this to me highlights the weakness of the manga. You know, like, when you're reading the manga version of Record of Ragnarok, it's just... You're not reading it because you're stoked and you're in. You just want to see how buff and how nasty looking. And how. You know, when I was flipping through it, I was like, this is just about how fucking ridiculously over the top. Each super move is about to be, yeah, like, yeah. like, okay, how hard, uh, Thor? Are you really swing oh,
1: you motherfucker! Click, click, you know, it says, oh,
2: really laying back on it, baby. <laughs> <You know? laughs>
1: it says, it says finishing move right there, and then in at the and end, it, it, know, it, yeah. at the end, it says Thor one with the you know Garrod Thor's hammer. Bro. So, like, I, it
2: it certainly highlights the weakness of the plot. By making this anime just like a a digital powerPoint, you know, like it certainly makes you go, ah oh, damn like this is what this is what we were excited about like uh. yeah.
1: so, I'm so not sure. let and, me let me ask you something guys. this is something that has been eaten away at me. if Lubu's halberd broke the young grip that were Thor's gloves, mm-hmm. that would mean that Lubu's halberd is more powerful than Thor's power. Is that not was that not
2: so, Yeah, but all of their weapons are like imbued by Valkyries. So yeah, they're there's basically at least, like god weapons. Um, yeah, they I mean... they've like re you know, so maybe Lubu's OG halberd wouldn't have been able to do that but because well, yeah, it was obviously. imbued by the Valkyrie yeah. um the, it was able that, to that like
0: Sky-Eater, though.
2: But I would say yes, can sky-eater? you I would say that that does prove that Lubu Valkyrie halberd is stronger than, yes, I'd say the that is what Nier. that
1: proves. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's just like so everybody's, with, like, I'll, I'll everybody's like, oh, Thor's, the younger near wasn't protecting Mjolnir, you know, Thor from Mjolnir, it was protecting Mjolnir from Thor. Oh my god. And you're god. like, but I was like, but Lubu just busted that glove, and Thor couldn't shit, do that. So, shit,
2: shit, like, Okay, so we've we've covered art, we've covered animation, we've covered directing, we've covered pacing, you know, some of the key things that we wanted to chat about. So let's talk about some of the positives, some of the things that I think this anime really did well. Yep. Um, and one that I've got to note is the sound. Okay, the opening ending sucked, but yeah. the soundtrack for the show, the actual Great. sound, uh, cool. really impressively uh, orchestrated. So I'm not sure who put that together, what who's behind the orchestration for the show, but it it was really I, I was really uh loving it. The it, the sound some, uh, the me too. sound work. Had so some,
0: had some cameos from Bach and Beethoven.
2: Shit, they really That's, did. That's uh, some um, playing that violin. A little bit of that so I
0: thought the sound work was really impressive.
2: And for me, this is, I don't know if you guys did this too, but I really didn't want to focus on the show, so I watched it dubbed. So I watched it in English. I assume you guys both watched it in Japanese. Correct.
1: Do we, have if... a, do we have an
2: No, I literally, I just was like, I'm not going to sit here and read the screen for this okay. one. Also... Because I knew how bad it was about to be, or like I knew how much... Of a stall it was going to be, so I wanted to be able to watch it in the background while I was doing stuff.
1: Was the dub good? Did you like the dub?
2: Honestly? Wait, Kenny, what?
1: Netflix fucks up, bro. Some of the character names, like whenever the the cue cards would pop up that were all in Japanese, Mm. if you were watching in Japanese, sometimes the words wouldn't appear, and so I would have to switch into English for me to know who the character was.
2: Oh, shit. Because the
1: words would appear whenever they would be speaking English. Yeah, it was always... always... But it whenever, always showed it in the dub. Whenever the subtitles needed to be on, it wouldn't show the name. Like uh, in particular, so whenever Forsetti comes on screen, who mm-hmm. is a useless character and shouldn't exist in the whole in the whole anime. But um whenever he comes on screen, I didn't know who that who the fuck that was, and so I had to stop it, turn it in English, go back, let weird. it play, let the name appear, and then turn it back.
2: Weird. That's so weird, Kenny. I think Heimdall I
1: actually know. Heimdall yeah. happened like that as well.
2: So strange. Okay, so yeah, I gotta say though, one good thing about a Netflix dub versus like a Funimation dub is that they don't use any of the same voice actors. Oh. So yeah. I didn't know a, I didn't know a single English dub voice actor, and honestly, uh, better than some of the people. You know, I'm so used to like the the standard Funimation voice actors that it was really oh. weird to hear like a whole new English dub cast or just like people I've never heard before. And a couple of the performances were really impressive from a dub perspective. I thought that yeah. uh I thought that they all did a pretty bang up job. So I got to give props to the dub dubbing staff on this one because they did a pretty good job. I think the most annoying voice was the little girl. Um mm. I can't think Goal. of her name. The girl that was with Bernhilder. Yeah, Gull. She she had that um uh, I don't even know how to describe it. It just gives amateur voice actor vibes to me, but it's just sort of like anime inflection that sometimes people will do when they're like voice acting in anime and it's just like
1: Wow, Brunhilder, I'm so excited to be around you,
2: and everything's gonna be better because of it. It's this, you know. It just feels like it, it's—I don't know. It just feels like they've never acted a day in their life when they when they talk like that, and it's almost like they're trying to in, it, like imitate Speed Racer or like you know what I mean. Um, the Jerry,
0: that that, that's the same just, voice of my favorite character from Wonder Egg Priority.
2: Did you watch that dubbed? No, I didn't nope. watch dubbed. Okay, yeah, I was like, all I know is that that voice actress, she. She just gave off amateur vibes. Like, you know, like... You, I. On, know, she spoke so much. What?
1: Do you know who she plays, bro? Who? Who else? She plays Nessa in Pokemon Twilight Wings, bro.
2: Wow. Well, she did not nail... I don't know... I don't know if I even know Nessa's voice in that, but... This performance was not her best, in my opinion. Oh, she's Murko. It's just It's, it's just this thing, you know? It's like when you hear voice actors. Other than that... Yeah. I think that she did... That most of the other voice actors did fine... Um, I especially liked um, Zeus's voice actor. I think he did a really good job in the dub. He, For some reason, they gave him a British accent and or the actor was just British. But uh, it was really? – I liked it a lot. I fucking dug it for some reason. They gave him a British um, accent? I, I, it was hard for me to tell if it was like – it kind of sounded like it was just the guy's accent. Like the voice actor just happened to be a British guy. Um, hmm. But – Hmm. He nailed it. I thought he was great. I loved it. <laughs> um, I loved every second of Zeus's uh, English dub. I thought Bird Hilder's dub actress was also not bad. She did good. Um, it, she was not unbearable to listen to, and I thought she nailed most of her lines and roles. But what did you guys think about the Japanese dub or the OG dub or you know? Uh, I,
0: I again, these loved were... I love Heimdall's voice actor. Oh yeah, oh, did, for, for real. He was his that voice actor was making everything just super hype. And, uh... That's cool. As he was announcing people, it, was, it, was, it would just be very, very cool. But... Adam! It was just really cool. God dang it. I enjoyed it. That's
2: awesome. So, for me, voice acting and music-wise, the show still nailed it. Yeah. It did a pretty good job with it. And, uh, I think that's important to note. Again, you know, opening ending kind of sucked, but...
1: Little, little I Skipped it every time. The actor for Zeus is, like, the, the main... Final Fantasy Seven, Sid Highwind voice. He was it. No
2: Dead way. Oh,
1: he was hit. They're Kingdom Hearts, all of it, yeah.
2: Dude, he killed Well, he killed it in this. He did a great job in this show. I thought he was one of my favorite performances from the dub. Yeah.
1: He has had um, some weird voice acting jobs. Really? He was a lot of characters in Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law.
2: See? Okay. That's crazy you say that. I always feel like when a cartoon voice actor jumps over to do anime dubs they're always better than these, like, these, like, scrubs that they pick up off the street to do anime dubs. Like, I feel like there are these, like, anime fans that somehow stumble their way into anime dubbing, and they're fucking miserable to listen to. Like, they just can't act. But when you get someone who's, like, a trained cartoon voice actor who's been doing cartoon voices for years, and they step over and do some anime dubbing, Mm -hmm. they're almost always, like, leagues beyond, you know, these, like, little scrubs. Or even, I mean, I'll admit, like, there are some people who started in anime voice acting and they've just done it for so long at this point, they've gotten really good. Um, one of the people I think of always is Justin Cook um, and uh, Sonny Strait. They both started anime voice acting 20, 30 years ago. Uh, I know they both were traditional actors, like stage actors, um, but mainly they weren't doing anything like huge, but they have a stage or that sort of background, and then they stumbled into anime voice acting. They weren't, you know, I think they've always been really good, though, both Sonny and Justin yeah. have been really good voice actors. So it's just weird because now they're like pulling these kids off of, of TikTok, to, like, come and be voice actors at Funimation. Wait, is that true? And it's, like... Yeah, dude, they have, like, social media influencers and, like, random anime dweebs that, like, do... There's, like, a YouTuber who does voice acting now who's, like, a big voice actor. He's got almost a, a million subs or some shit. Um, and he has a lot of voices now. Leon Hart, from Poke- that opens Pokemon cards on YouTube, he's a Funimation voice actor. Mm-hmm. Um, it literally feels like they just pull people off the street at this point to do Funimation voices. And it's a little bit frustrating because...
1: It's that's like Justin be you, Briner,
2: that's for you. I, hey, I'll do it if they ask. No, <laughs> let let me take a shot. Um, Justin Briner is like one of the most annoying voices I've ever heard in my life, and I'm not sure how anyone can sit through an episode of My Hero dubbed because his voice is unbearable to me. And I think he's a t- oh, there it is—the Kenny disconnect the pissed, episode. You him off. Please, we are late. We are late. We we are late <laughs> in this one. So definitely tag him down below where uh, he disconnected. Um, hey. The oh, he's, he's Deku. It, Justin right. Briner, he's the voice of Deku. Easily one of the most annoying voices. He's right there with Bryce Pappenbrook for me. Pappenbrook and and Todd Haberkorn. I'm not sure. I, I don't know what their background is in acting. But to me, like, their performances are always, this, like, just so stale, so difficult to listen to, so lifeless. You know, like, maybe they could do better. Maybe it's the directing that's giving them such a tough job at doing those voices but their voices are almost always miscast i feel like they're never the right cast but whatever mm. record of ragnarok actually nails it in that area so great artwork good voice work good background music those are kind of the key parts that are holding record of ragnarok up for me and i gotta be honest guys
1: what up
0: you liked it i liked it's it. it's still pretty
1: dope it's, it's still, still pretty, pretty cool dope. the story i'm excited the the for the next is, season it's stupid <laughs>
2: the story is stupid but all of a sudden, after two or three episodes of this, I started wanting more. And I started clicking the next one, excited for what was about to happen. And despite all of it, I was stoked, like, oh, shit. When Adam and Zeus stepped out and we got Adam's little backstory, I was like, oh, shit. Zeus gets his face punched around backwards, cracks his neck back. I was like, no. That was... Bro, there was just... in slow, And then Hero uh, fucking uh, Kojiro Sasaki or whatever. Besides the man, arms
1: off. Like fucking arm, shit, dude! Arm, I he loved it,
2: bro. Bro, I was like, "Holy heat shit!" Was a human a there was some heat happening, was- and Whoa. all of a sudden, by the end of this show, I was like, "Oh my god!" I kind of liked it. <laughs> um, yeah, they, yeah, bro. I, you're,
1: you're, you want to see Hercules versus Jack the Ripper? When they I'm introduced so...
2: Jack the Ripper and Hercules? Yeah, Shit, You want to see? You I see? was so. I was mind blown. I was like, You wanna see Jack Tarrilla Tarrilla I was Hercules? like, is that Hercules? She was like, I think that's Hercules. I was like, why haven't we seen him before? She was like, I don't know. We have to see all of a sudden he Hercules and I was like, Oh my fucking yeah. god. You wanna see oh, right into Maimon dog.
1: versus Shiva. You wanna see you wanna see the I, I, I wanted Yara to Puka.
2: see Oh Kenny, I wanna see Shiva throw hands so bad Same. when he was talking. I was like You gotta Yo. see
1: the dude that they get to fight him is the sumo guy right into Maimon, bro. That's crazy. And when
2: Zeus grabbed him on the shoulder and he was like, I got the next one or whatever. Yes. And he was like, I've got the next one. And she was like, bro, what the fuck? I got the next. And he was like, oh, yes, mouse. I was like, "Uh." Despite all of the show's fucking ridiculous faults of the shitty animation, the cuts, the voice acting and the music and some of these beautiful art shots that we got was still getting me hyped up the story despite it being stupid and simple was so fun and goofy and absurd that i was like this is cool i was like i was like these are fucking history characters fighting gods Uh, i was
0: like what the fuck it's it's one of those shows where you just can't take it seriously because if you do you're going to hate um, it
2: what was that skill he had where he could like mimic the gods i was like yo adam can fucking mimic the gods adam's ability was was
0: the coolest it'd be like it would like cut to like the percentage and it it would like match his like reaction speed Mm. oh that shit was so dope all
2: of a sudden as i watched more i just couldn't get enough i was like wait a second i'm enjoying this i'm having a good time um, it's kind of it's kind of got the same effect to me that High Rise Invasion had, where like as much as High Rise Invasion had lots of the si- it actually had very similar issues where art and animation were struggling in some areas, mm-hmm. um, pacing was really like breakneck fast as opposed to this one which was a little sl- slow pacing. Um, High Rise was the exact opposite; it was super fast paced. Um, you know, there's directorial decisions that were made that were just kind of piss poor. Despite all that, by the end of Hyrule's Invasion, I was kind of having a blast. It was super cool. It was a lot of fun. This show did the same thing to me. By the end of the 12 episodes, I was like, "Shit, I'm, I'm having fun. Um, <laughs> I'm enjoying this show more than, like, Tower of God or like, you know, more than some of these other shows that I just hate. You know, and this was cool and exciting. And some of the some of the animation was actually clean as fuck which I was like oh fuck like some of the exchanges between Adam and Zeus some of the power attacks even Zor Zor Thor when he bopped the hammer off Lubu and they clashed like yeah, there bro. were some really clean shots um I loved watching Lubu's fucking ankles snap oh my god yeah, that was and wild and he dug his he dug his broken ankles into, into the, the goddamn horse, horse <laughs> and still charged Thor and Thor fucking mollywopped his brains out dude like
1: no, not even, not even the first time, Thor knocked his arms off, and then he oh, bit yeah. his arm off, and then tries to oh, bite shit, Thor. Oh, shit,
2: I forgot about they because cla- yeah, they clashed, his arms fucking exploded, and then he rips them off, and then he was like, ah, and then fucking, boom, popped his head right off. Incre- there were some really cool shots in there, some really mm-hmm. cool shots of animation. Um, it just sucks that it was so incomplete, like... You know, yep. if this show had gotten a couple more months to go back and add some definition, add some more keyframes, add a couple, you know, animation to clean it up between stuff, there would have this would have been as hype as it should have been. And I'm I'm not super disappointed though. Is the worst part about it. I I had a blast, and I don't know. I think one thing that I'm afraid of is that a lot of manga readers are going to be like, bro, if you hated the anime, you're going to love the manga. But for a lot of people who watch the anime. They probably hated it for more reasons than just the animation. They probably hated it because of other things. And what they won't realize is that the manga is the exact same thing. Like, if you didn't... So I have to give that forewarning that, you know, like... If you didn't like this anime because the story or what was happening... Or any of the the quirky things or the fights or the characters... Or the fact that after they throw one punch, it's like a whole chapter of exposition. um, (laughs) If those are the things you hated then the manga is not going to be for you. It's the same damn thing. Like the manga is still that same concept at work. Um, what, if your main gripe was the animation and the pacing, the manga could be for you, right? If you love the story, you love the concept and you had a blast by the end, it might be a good thing for you to go check out the manga. Cause the yeah. manga, it has some really cool artwork as well. I think the paneling is not great. Maybe this, is, I don't know if this is the author's like first uh, like piece but some of the panel work is a little bit difficult to follow is the word I would use and sometimes it's a little bit basic even. Um but, but some of that,
1: the double page spreads are unreal. Like right just, some of the actual the
2: first... artwork is just really clean when he like yeah. draws um something super cool. So yeah. But other that, there's actually some drawings that are a little iffy. I, you know sometimes side characters he kind of draws them a little off Cut for uh, setting cut for setting. It's a style. But beside the point, if if what you didn't like about Record of Ragnarok was that stuff go check the manga out if what you didn't like about record of ragnarok was everything else the meat and potatoes of what record of ragnarok was you're not gonna like the manga <laughs> like you're just yeah. not gonna like it's not gonna improve the experience for you it's just the same thing so um i would just encourage you to to consider that if you watch this but if you ended up maybe like me and by the end of the anime you were out of your seat still hyped for what was happening. I have to buy the manga now. I just have to. Like, it's coming out English printed next year. Yep. Spring, I can't wait. Honestly, there's
1: not even that many volumes. Like, there's like a right. I can't. Right now. I can't wait.
2: Like, I In I can't land. wait to read more. Honestly, like, and
1: the the covers are some of the coolest ones. Yo, the, the covers so, face so to dope. faces are dope. Yeah,
2: I'm definitely gonna be buying buying the print versions of this series, even though it's stupid and goofy. I liked the anime so much that I have to go and buy. Um, the print series, but I'm gonna give it a realistic score, guys. So don't don't think I'm gonna boost this show just because I liked it so much. I still have to give it kind of a realistic score.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, Kenny, David, that was my closing thoughts. Kenny, yep. David, closing I've... thoughts on Record of Ragnarok.
1: Yeah, I I I feel like I've already put all my opinions out there about this show. Um, yeah. I like
0: mean... Rick,
1: I I like the idea of Record of Ragnarok. I'm sad about what happened, but I still enjoyed it too. I still enjoyed watching the show.
0: Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was fun. I'm. I really wished that. I really want to see the um. Uh, the Hercules fight. I, I. I don't know if there's going to be any. I mean, they kind of cliffhanger that you know the the there will be a season two. Um, Lord knows when they'll come out, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. So let's just let's give it a score.
2: Yeah, and I mean, on that note, David. Yeah, at the end, you know, it it obviously did that and then if nobody noticed but during this first week of it being on the platform of netflix it was number uh nine or something most viewed in the u.s that might give it enough gas for netflix to put more money into it and yeah. you know maybe maybe there's a world where a season two comes out and it is like leagues better you know what i mean like they knows, put more you know? money maybe this makes enough money because the buzz that um the fact that it was number nine in the u.s kind of blew my mind i was like uh, not often does anime land on that top ten list. Um, yeah. so that means a lot of people were watching it that maybe otherwise wouldn't have. So maybe yeah. this convinces Netflix to put a little more money into season two, mm-hmm. and maybe Grafinica steps it up because you know David and I looked at some of their past work. They've mm-hmm. done some good work. Um, yeah, they really have done a couple shows that are not half bad. So maybe we get lucky, and this time next year we get a season two, and we get to see Hercules and um. Jack, jack, the jack the ripper fight and, and maybe maybe it's one of the and maybe they get a new director you know what i mean i it wouldn't surprise me if grafinica switches directors you know switches things up maybe they get a better budget and they uh pump out a season two that looks way better than season one did and then i think maybe the hype will be there but who knows yeah i, I mean know. i think
0: i think what kenny said earlier is the best way that they should approach it like the way that this whole story is structured it would make the most sense that they just do like ovas for each of the fights, so each fight is, okay. like, an hour to hour and a half long. So that way, they, they don't have to, like, you know, make it all stretch out to be 12 episodes, because right. that'll fix the oh, pacing man. issue. Hopefully yeah. that will... They, they won't be lazy, and they'll take some liberty with the animation. Right. So, so who knows? But, yeah. I mean, it would be super cool if they release, like, you know, next year, they just release, like, Hercules
2: versus Jack the Ripper, and it's, like, 56 minutes or something, and it's just literally... Yeah. The chapter that starts the fight to the chapter that ends it, and then that's it. And they just animate it correctly, paste as well as you know, paste exactly how they want it. That would be the best approach Graffinica could take, honestly. And it would be potentially very, very cool. But
0: I agree. All right, boys, let's
2: rate it. I'm All gonna right. have to be honest, even though I love, I enjoyed it by the end. I'm gonna be upfront about my score. So on, on three, guys, okay. three, two, one. All right, I love. how you said on three,
0: and then you said three, two, one. So we did it on one.
2: Oh fuck me! I'm so sorry. It's it's all right. One, two, three.
0: Um, (laughs) I went with a six
2: as well. I was toward I'm kind of leaning towards a five point five, but six was kind of where
1: I landed. Kenny, I went five. Um, Record of Ragnarok is a good story. Yep. Uh, not a good story. It's just it's fun, but you know they. I think they dropped the ball. So. yeah yeah Middle it, road. it's
2: got it's got a story that is exactly what anime good anime not good fun anime should be but unfortunately it just didn't live up to it with the animation that could yep. have uh held the story up so yeah you know it could have been a seven if they just paced it better and done and actually animated some scenes this would have easily been a seven for me this would have been like a must watch almost yeah um yeah so like the main, fo- the main focus of, it, of the show
0: needs to be animation and the animation was right. like eh, kind of a miss it yeah, wasn't. It, it was good some parts. It wasn't. You know, it had some. Misses, Honestly,
1: let's so. let let's let UFO table animate the next one.
0: Tell say more, Kenny. No, I'm just, that would be. Crazy. I mean, Mappa doesn't have enough. They can they can add this to their list, right? Honestly, the
2: one actual group that I think would I would love to have seen this show go to is Madhouse. Mm-hmm. Madhouse mm-hmm. is known for sort of the hyper violent, over the top stuff, and they've done some really beautiful animations over the years, and um. I think Madhouse could've knocked a show like this out of the park. They they really love heavy lines, sharp lines. Um, I think this would have been a really good show for Madhouse, but um or or Bones. Bones could have probably done yeah. a good job with yeah. this show too. So Actually, another really any, solid any animation company. No, Actually. Studio Dean could not have done this show. Don't You don't think so? Studio Dean? Sort of... No, no, not Studio, Studio Dean. Dean. I think Studio Dean needs to keep its hands far or Bilipanese or Leiden Films. Those would have been companies I would not have trusted with this show
1: either.
2: Or what? Toey nope, Toey couldn't have done this show. No, 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 no. This is too like dark. This, and to heavy me, for this is a Halo Halo this animation. is a madhouse. This is a bones. This is yeah. a Mappa, this is a you know, this would have been one of those shows where and you know, Grafinica they do have a bit of a back story with some like david and i found out they did part of helsing ultimate um and to me they did a pretty good job i'm pretty sure on those helsing ultimate episodes so it's grafinica at least had a bit of a track record but you know just a miss with who their director was and uh i think a time crunch combined with budget issues made this show turn out the way it was but whatever um okay boyos All right. we play through another episode so great uh you know, thanks, boys, for knocking it out, Kenny. This was you haven't done you haven't done one in a minute. I don't know. Do you have a? Uh, do you have the time to maybe unravel a shonen anime?
1: Yeah.
2: What do you think? Do you think you think you do that for us today? I don't know. For those yeah, of you that are new to the podcast or haven't watched mm-hmm. a lot of our backlog, one thing that us as as boys have always talked about is that shonen anime after. A length of time that it runs, it just kind of starts to. What's the word you would use, Kenny? Maybe
1: unravel,
2: unravel a little bit. Maybe just unravel a little bit. Um, so Kenny has taken it upon himself as the the master of shonen manga, the king of shonen manga. Maybe Kenny might be, uh, the king of shonen manga. He has noted the, the many many time. Ta- the, Whoa, the Kami Whoa. of shonen manga, Kami-sama. Um, Kami-sama, the, you know, Kinney, the king of shonen manga, has started to really take note of all these shonen manga that <laughs> they, just, they just unravel, they just fall apart in the back half, and so we've always taken it upon ourselves to inform you all, spoiler-filled, spoiler-filled versions of what happens to these sh- uh, anime and manga. So we haven't done one in, man, it's probably been ten or eleven episodes since we've done one. Quite a while. So it's been, it's been a cool minute. Kinney, What are you going to unravel for us tonight? What do they need to be spoiler warning for uh, going into tonight's unravel?
1: Imagine for a second that somebody made a manga about American football.
2: Oh, it's your favorite.
1: And the main character wore an eye shield, and his number was 21. Now, whenever manga comes out week to week, you just don't think it's getting crazy. But then you look back at it as a whole, and you're like, What's going on? Now, in Ice Shield 21, there. In most. Okay, in most sports anime, there's a national tournament. In Ice Shield 21, that's called the Christmas Bowl. Now. After the Christmas Bowl, do you think the show should probably still go? Because the Ice Shield 21 manga continued to run after the Christmas Bowl. After the Damon Devil Bats defeated. The, um, I believe it's the Alexanders mm-hmm. at the Christmas Bowl. The original Ice Shield 21, who played at Notre Dame, he played for the Alexanders. They defeated him. But now they've got to go to a world tournament where the winner may make it into the NFL. The true NFL, the National Football League that exists in real life. <laughs> um, so, obviously, an all-star team from Japan has to be elected. All the best players. But one player is a mummy. You don't know who it is. It's a secret player. So you're you're told 11, you know, the offense and defense of the team is set up between all of the best characters from the show up to that point. But then... A mummy character is introduced? And you're like, what character is that? You're like, oh, is that, is that, uh, is that Agon, the, the dude from the Shinryuji Nagas? Is that, um, you know, is that his brother, the bald guy? No, no, no. It's the chameleon guy. The guy from the chameleons? He's the mummy guy. Also, the tournament, the world tournament that they're going to? The first two rounds basically do not exist. And then all of a sudden, they're just playing the Americans. And then you're like, wait a second. Why am I watching not my Damon Devil Bats? You know, hardly even any of them. I'm pretty sure it's just Haruma and Senna. I don't even think Monta made the team. Maybe Monta did make the team. Like, that's what it. What about, uh, wasn't there like a... The big guy? You
2: no, know, there was a guy with like a ponytail, I think. And a uh, bit of scruff.
1: What was oh, that guy's name he's the tight end yeah uh, i don't remember his name bro he nope, didn't make we, it didn't make the team didn't make the team oh, sorry
2: oh
1: man so all the, of your favorite characters that you've attached to throughout Shield 21 are basically but the non-existent.
2: main headed guy made it too right sinna yeah haruma did so, yes i could never think of his name, and obviously sinna but the main like the blonde guy yeah haruma did haruma,
1: yeah. yeah even though he's not he's not main quarterback either like where haruma was like the the tower he is like he's the backup quarterback he runs like mm-hmm. trick plays and shit but it basically wow. basically i shall 21 tore down all of your favorite characters out of the show um and then made a tournament arc of all of the best players up to that point so a lot of players that were villains up to this point
0: mm.
1: and so it's just it's hilarious Um, it just, and then it just ends like, you're like, uh, we're just watching a world tournament. And then they, there's like a picture of them continuing to play because at the end of regulation, they said there would be no overtime rules, but it's a tie. And so the players continue to play and there's like a picture. And then it's like them in college and it does like a a small time skip and they're all at different schools in college and it's cool. Um, that's it. That's it. That's the end of ice shield. And here's the thing. Just into the Christmas bowl. Just into the Christmas bowl. And then do the, the that was time the original scan. plan. Yeah, I actually think that one was they were told to keep writing. They said, hey, we're still serializing you. And they were like, what? They're like, you see yeah, what I hate about. Keep what I that hate story. about that
2: is like, that happens. It's like Dragon Ball Z, right? Like,
1: yeah. It's like you know, at the
2: end of the Cell Saga, they wanted it to be great. They thought it was a great place to end. Uh, uh, Toriyama Before, did. Tor- but, he, Toriyama but then he was like, but then he was like, they were like, no, we need, we need more Dragon Ball Z. So he has to write Boo, and Boo, then all of a sudden was like, Boo, we hate Boo, you know. So then they cancel it, they end it finally. And I just feel like Shueisha has done that to themselves so many times over the year, where they're like, yeah. oh shit, it's, it's at its peak, keep writing more. And then when they write more, it's like, oh, the popularity really died down. You need to cancel that, please. Yeah. You know, and it's like such a bummer, dude. So yeah, I Shield definitely.
1: Yeah, Shield Twenty One in particular is two well-respected mangaka's that are currently writing great shonen our uh, team up, the author of Dr. Stone, Richie Nagaki, and the artist for One Punch Man, Yusuke Murata, truly have a hidden gem, a past gem that people do not think about in Ice Shield 21, even if the end kind of unravels. Yeah,
2: absolutely. I think you're right, Kenny. Well, there you go, guys. Another episode of Unraveled, Ice Shield 21 Unraveled. One of the... One of the- Kinney's favorite sports manga of all time, of all time, still to this day. I mean, look so, at the art, bro. Come
1: on. And I, I, really I loved what manga.
2: I saw of the anime when I was younger. I remember when I was younger, Kenny and I really liked the anime a lot, but Kenny read the manga and I didn't.
1: Mm. Um,
2: so I don't even remember what even happened. I mean, I remember chunks of it, but I would have to rewatch it honestly to remember all the details. Mm. Um, it's a, sports, it's a sports anime. Uh, so, but still, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Sita is a great character, one that I really liked a lot growing up. He's kind of got that. It's kind of got those Deku vibes a little yeah. bit, like that sort of, sort yeah. of like, you know, he, he, you know, makes plays, but he's also kind of a scaredy cat kind of character, but uh, he grows a lot throughout the story. Um But yeah, I Show 21. Okay, boys, so that's it. Thank you guys. Uh, thank you listeners for tuning into another episode of the Uncensored Anime Podcast. We hope that you enjoyed today's episode, and if you did, make sure that you like, comment, and subscribe down below. That's all the great stuff that if you're over here on YouTube, that's all the things you can do. But if you're over on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts or on Anchor, you can hit the following button. You can rate us a five stars. You can do all those wonderful things. that helps to spread our podcast if you're enjoying our conversations make sure you do that because it helps us out it helps more people to hear what we we have to say you know we really enjoy giving you guys these hot takes on anime we love reviewing anime shows like record of ragnarok like we did tonight and we hope that you guys enjoy listening we have some awesome stuff still planned obviously the seasons are wrapping up and we've already done it the last three seasons so we're gonna do it again so that means we're going to do a seasonal wrap up go over all the shows that we finished this season and or that we've kept up with and then we're gonna follow it up with a summer, 2021 anime uh, hit list. You know, it's our our 13 shows that we're gonna try out. We're gonna do our first uh, our first episode watch and and initial reactions of just one episode of each of those shows, which we've done every season. So be on the lookout. Those episodes will be coming very soon as the new shows start to come out and start to debut. And then we've obviously got some super fun stuff planned for the summer, hopefully some more fun guests, some special episodes that won't be just reviews, but also some more anime reviews, some more anime content, some more manga content. So if you want to be involved in all that, make sure you press subscribe because it's going to be so much fun. Uh, No, but for real, we may even be, I don't know, jumping off uh, the scenery we might be getting out of these squares here guys right we might get get out of some of these squares do a little bit of this stuff so we might we might have some stuff planned so thank you guys so much for listening this has been the Uncensored Anime Podcast and we're saying peace